Hey, this is Sean Weiland from the Wasted Knowledge Podcast. You're listening to the second part of the Heidi interview. Enjoy. So many people get to where you're at and it, you lose a little bit of sight about what you're doing because now you're the business owner. So now it's about the bottom It's all line. about the money. It's and bottom line and whether you're profitable or whether this or what's going on here. And, but you seem like... And I, I, I see it a lot in in newer, smaller business that I, at least the circles that I'm talking to that it's really endearing to me is that it's not just it's about community, it's about giving back, it's about creating a place where employees and customers and stuff are, are happy. Because you want to feel, feel that you want to walk in and feel that positive vibe. Yeah, and I think that's that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, honestly, I, I just, it reminded me of, of one of our regulars, uh, where TC and I met bartending. He's also a hairstylist, and like I met his wife and his young son, and baby when like she was pregnant, so they would come in for brunch every Sunday. So yeah. just, like saw him over two and a half years, like their family expanding, and just like a similar idea. He was a very caring business owner, and just started going, oh, "This guy's." Really <laughs> like, just like just liking this and also his, his wife was amazing like shout out to David and Ty I didn't know if it would be cool it's to say their names yeah it's just their first names that's true um but like yeah two amazing people I was like oh, my day's better when I see them because, right yeah whenever I see like some you know clients in my books I'm like yes like <laughs> I'm like oh my god thank you so much for not sucking like I really needed your positive energy today or there's just some people where I'm like ugh yeah I mean even regular students I mean that's part of that's another similarity right there between the food industry and yours is that you have your regulars and it's important to have them and they are essential to what you do and I kiss ass my regulars because I'm like you know what y'all kiss my ass and kiss yours some of them you do not want to see every day but they're still your regulars they're still there they still (laughs) even if it's people that you don't want to see every day you're like you know what I'm going to try and just poke your life like just poke it and just make it a little bit better I feel like even just poking that little bit of sunshine into it like that is my that is my thing like I just want to make everybody happy I'm like I went through a really hard time for like the past like year in the past I don't know five or six months I'm just like you know what I'm just gonna poke everybody with happiness and just (laughs) dig it out of them and it's and whenever you're like super happy it feeds on other people and I feel like you are who you hang out with so whenever I was like you know going through my rough patch I could see the people who were working for me feed off of that energy and after you know one of the girls sat me down and she's like hey you need to fix whatever's going on and after that I've been completely happy and I can feel the energy just go up so I feel like you are who you hang out with that is like the quote that I live by. Like, if you're gonna surround yourself with negative people, people are gonna sh- associate you with negativity and not wanna hang out with you. But if you're just like around happy people and you're happy, then more people are gonna wanna. It's, it's like a magnet. They just wanna be the coming towards you. Yeah. It's all the wired feelings. Happiness yeah. and misery 
are both equally contagious. Yeah, and they both love company. Yeah. Any other questions? Do we need another drink? Yes. Oh, man. I'm not a huge drinker. Okay. Uh, well, actually, so I have one that I... Wait a minute. Oh, that's my glass. That was <laughs> the worst segue ever. Uh, so I, I, I brought a couple beers down. Do you actually do you drink beer at all? I love I was, beer. I was, I was, oh, good. I was going to split one between all of us uh, because I... And we usually like to talk about what we've been drinking on the podcast as well. Uh, so you and I, uh, Heidi, we're just drinking... Uh, let's call it a shitty version of a Caipirinha, which is like my favorite cocktail ever. I was just drinking what you were handing me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like, but I trust your wife, and I was like, well, I trust him because no, they're married. It was delicious. And so it was, so uh, a Caipirinha, which is like one of my favorite cocktails, is just sugar, lime juice, cachaça, which is sugar. I love sugar. So you gave me double sugar, so this is awesome. Sugar, lemon, and lime. <laughs> Uh, rum and vodka with a little bit of soda water on top. So, basically, because I didn't have that, but I wanted something close with uh, citrusy. So, that's what we were drinking. Um, I see me giving two thumbs up. <laughs> Grazie. Tizia, I'm going to let you describe what you were drinking, and then uh, I'm going to grab a beer for us and I'll try. I've been drinking a little bit of Wicked Weed. Uh, I've been to their brewery. I've been to their brewery in North Carolina. Yes, it's in a. Uh, Asheville. Asheville. Right outside of Asheville. You know what is the best brewery I've ever been to? Okay, I'll give you two. Okay. One is the Sierra Nevada in Asheville. Yeah. Because it's on like 800 acres and it's just beautiful. Yeah, they and just I, built that a few years back. And I went and it just snowed, so I'm like driving through and I'm like, it's so beautiful. And the second one was when I was in Ireland a couple weeks ago for the Guinness one. I don't like Guinness. But I liked it there. Well, they it's definitely different over there. They definitely they claim that all the time. It's a freshness thing. Um, yeah, and I learned how to, you know, pour it perfectly, 45 degree angle, and this, and tap it the other way and stuff. Like, I got a I got a not a plaque, but a paper that says that I know yeah, how to pour. Yep. Certificate. Certificate. Right, so speaking of tapping it the other way. Um, that's your next podcast, John. Where's non-mixed metaphor? Actually, so I have a friend of mine that's actually starting... Never mind. <laughs> um, my original comment was actually going to be, motherfucker stopped recording on the main PC again, but I have my backup going, oh, nice. so we're still recording. It's, it's just... So everything's okay? Yeah. So, like, the first time I recorded with... Can you use your name? My wife. Um, but I could stop recording eight minutes in. So we lost like two hours of material. Uh, so ever since then, I've been using an MP3 recording backup, just in case. So if it stops recording, it's still recording somewhere else. So we're good. Yeah, so we're good. Because this is really hard to do the same way more than once. It's possible. I, I really like talking about myself, so. You're doing great. <laughs> I mean, it's still recording, so great. I do like talking about myself. Everybody, everybody loves talking about themselves. Yeah, you yeah. Can, you can you can deny it, but people do like talking about themselves. People do, but people don't really like getting very intimate about themselves. You say that unless they've had a couple of drinks and they're sitting in your chair. I mean, even then, but like like. 
I, I swear there's still a... Like, yeah, I've had people tell me some, some weird shit. I've had clients tell me that their family's blaming them for their, you know, I told you this earlier, their divorce because they brought, a, you know, another woman into the bedroom and their husband fell in love with the other woman and the other woman likes to dress up like a doll and take pictures in their kitchen She's like, but it's not my fault. And I'm going to be like, wait, you brought another woman into the bedroom. Yes. But I'm just like, no, it's not your fault at all. Because your husband sucks, but it's really not. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Women tell me everything. Are... What percentage are... Like, are not, this is not the podcast. All right, pirate. All right, pirate. I was going to say, are you, but then I just switched. Would you say that... What percentage of your clients would you say are women? About 70%. Oh, only 70? Yeah. Okay. I have a lot of men clientele. Nice. I mean, I work in the Midtown. I right. have a lot of... I have a lot of... You know, you can just pour that in there. It's fine. Um, I have a lot of men clientele. I have all, you name it, I have it. <laughs> like clientele wise. Um, I don't know where to begin. Like, like I said, like I see text messages that I don't want to see. I see pictures I don't want to see. But I'm also trying to be, you know, kind of proactive and happy towards people. But what is, like, okay, so let me reverse the roles on y'all. Let's go. Yes, master? Yes, master. Okay, name your top, like, quick, crazy story. Like, if you're serving somebody and they just, like, flip their shit on what happened. Like, they could be acting cold and they just, like, lose it. We've done this before. I've got one. Uh, let's toast real quick because we're all drinking. Toast. This is a gluten-free Mars and beer okay. that I bought from my brother who has celiac. And, uh, fuck, it's kind of goddamn delicious. Is it gluten-free? It's so yeah. good. Right? It's not a cider? It's the first time I've had a gluten-free <laughs> beer that I was like, okay, I can see what you're doing there. And I'm a, I'm a fan. I know. Yeah. Uh, so craziest stories... I, I know I've told my, I don't think I've told mine on the podcast before, but TC, I know you've heard it. If you want to go first, uh, I mean, there's there's so many. Quick, um, quick rapid fire. But for, for, I'll go with the most recent. Most recent for me was just uh, a gentleman who was very upset with the amount of time it was taking for his food to come out of the kitchen. Um, albeit, this was at peak time, um, peak hours on a Saturday. We were absolutely slammed, and the time that it had taken was still under 30 minutes. Um, when I got done talking to him, I told him I'd go see where his food was. Uh, his food started coming out before I even got back to the kitchen. So I pointed to it, and he said very loudly in the middle of my dining room, Great, it's about fucking time. And I won't be coming the fuck back here again. Good. And I said, well, I look forward to that, sir. <laughs> and then he proceeded to run across the dining room talking about he looks forward to kicking my ass and asked me to meet him outside at a specific time 
like it was grade school again. Like 2.30. Yeah, 2.30 behind the gym. Okay. He the was like, you want to go outside? Parking spot you want to set a here. time? 7 o'clock, outside. And I'm like, you're a grown man, sir. Sweet, there's a bunch of guys in leather jackets snapping their fingers. So, yeah. uh, that's the yes. most recent thing. Just people just being overly agitated, overly inebriated. Um, but just... It's not even, like, I don't even look at it as crazy anymore. I look at it as irrational. Just okay. people are irrational. Exactly. Mm. Like, I'm sure he's a good guy in the right atmosphere, around the right people. Not at a restaurant. Not at a restaurant. Right. I'm trying to think of the most recent, like, like all emotion out thing. Because I, I can generally keep people pretty calm. Like, I've been a bartender for 12 years. I've never been in a bar fight. I've had people pull guns on me, pull knives on me, and generally, not generally, always have been able to make someone laugh. Yeah. And and that's probably been my greatest asset is that I'm just just dorky enough that people go, ah, you you little tard. Uh, I'm sorry for saying that, using that no. word, but but at the same time, like I started sleep talking like the other day, and I called my boyfriend a complete turd. I was like, should I be turned? Wait, while you were sleeping? Yes. Awesome. Because it's like, load the van up. It's going to be hot tomorrow. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, should I be turned? I have <laughs> Load the van up. It's going to be hot tomorrow. Are you hitting on me? I don't remember. I don't remember. Anyway, he's like, are you awake? And I'm like, no. Yes. I don't know. Whatever. I... So like one of the the first one of the first stories that comes to mind that was... It wasn't really emotional, uh, but it was just one of these... Only Sean scenarios, which tends to happen to me a lot, but it's my favorite one. Is I was going to work one day, and this was in Mid Michigan, and our bar was catty corner to the county courthouse, which only applies to really to this story that I know of. Uh, and I go in, and the daytime bartender uh, was like, "Hey, Sean, can you go cut this guy off?" I tried to, and he just won't stop. And I'm in my head, I'm thinking, "Well, you're a bartender; you just don't give him more alcohol." But I'm like, you know what? You're, it, it's whatever it is, you would like a guy to go say this to him. And I, yeah. I can appreciate that. This is just a, a Detroit town, whatever, all this the car industry stuff. So I'm like, all right, well, I will, let me take my theater degree, belly dancing ass over there and, and be a man. So I go, hey, hey man, uh, I heard you were cut off. You, you've been having fun today. It's great. I just want one more beer. I'm like, I'm sorry, but once you're cut off, I can't do that. I got to respect my bartender's decisions. And I was just like, super nice, but like, I can't lose none of my power. I can't do anymore. I'm sorry. But I tell you what, like if you come back tomorrow, I'll buy you a beer. Like I don't care, but you gotta be, you gotta be good now. You gotta be my friend. Are you my friend? He's like, yeah, I'm your friend. I like, fuck yeah, you're my friend. Fist bump, macho, cool. Uh, and she's like, oh my god, I can't believe you did that. That's so great. The guy leaves. And I'm like, yeah, he was actually super nice. He was really easy to get along with. Like, what's the problem? He's like, well, he just got out of jail. I'm like, I can see why he was drinking. There's no booze in jail. I was like, yeah, but he was in jail for beating up a state trooper. And I was like, why did he beat up the state trooper? He's like, well, because he tried to pull him out of a bar because he was drunk. I'm like, you know, this is information I could have used like 15 minutes Prior, ago. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, uh, I'm offered to buy somebody a beer who beat up a state trooper. Well, we're pulling him out of a bar. Off a guy yeah. Who got beat up a state trooper while being cut off. Yeah. I'm like, oh. Shit. 
So, I mean, that's not necessarily emotional because no, it was like positive, really. I'm pretty proud of myself for for avoiding any kind of punching in the face. Good for you. Yeah, thank you. I mean, I've had people that have uh, been drunk prior to coming into the salon, and they were talking to me, and I'm just like, you know, whatever, I'll just talk to you, whatever. And their shirt may have adjusted to one side, and I may have seen a boob. But I'm just like talking, and I'm like looking at the stylist in there, I'm like, grab a Grab a fucking smock, like put it over them. Um, I'm like, how do you not feel the breeze against your boob? Just, 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 just hang it out. I would feel it. I'd be like, oh, let me just embarrassingly put my boob over it and act like nothing happened. But like, man, we see some crazy stuff. As I mean, y'all do too. You served a cop beater. Right. <laughs> oh, there's. I mean, there's so many. There's so many, and I work, you know, in Midtown and on a very controversial intersection. The Rainbow Intersection? Really, really close. We're about three blocks away, um, Ponce Monroe. Okay. So I see, you know, the beautiful uh, interchanging of people. But I also see, you know, the drug addicts and stuff mm-hmm. on Ponce, and I've become very friendly with quite a few of them, and so they don't bother us, but, you know, I'm like, I've, I, I like knowing about their lives. Um, yeah, so I see, I see a lot of crazy things working in Midtown, as if, if it was in any city. You see anything in any city, you see... You know, gentrification, you see the poor, you see the rich, you see the white, you see the black, you see everything. In that intersection where I'm at, I feel like I see everything. And some people may see it as, like, crazy. I find it beautiful. Because I'm like, some people may say, like, oh, this is what it should be. I'm like, no, that's just reality. Like that's not that's not beautiful. That's you know people are like oh that's beautiful. You see all these people interacting. I'm like no, it's just reality. That's everyday life. It's not you seeing it for the first time. It's you seeing it every single day. And that's what I find the beauty of being in Atlanta. You see all of the you know different segregations of people coming together in one intersection and it's I, I find it just like I want to say beautiful but I find it as like interesting like that's what life should sure. be <laughs> you good? yeah I had a cough but you were talking I didn't want to interrupt and right. I ended up you tried to hold it off but that was nice that was worse no you're fine but I was just saying like some people may find it, like, say, like, oh, it's beautiful, but I'm like, that's my everyday life. Like, it's not beautiful. That's just life. That's what it should be, is so many different kinds of people interacting with each other and just being happy, and that's just what life should be. I feel very happy after this interview. I, I do feel good. So I have, like, a couple more more generic questions. Oh, my God. What and when was your first drink? If you can remember. <gasps> I was 12. Oh, my nice. God. My mom's going to kill me. 
I was 12, and it was a bottled strawberry daiquiri. Seagram's? I don't remember. I mean, 12. I, was I eight, mean, that was 18 years ago. I shouldn't remember. Um, roughly okay. about the same time you would have. You have so, I would have okay. been 16. So I had the house. And I do remember those. I had the house that, like, everybody partied at in high school. High five. Mm-hmm. High for my mother. Oh, I got grounded a lot. Um, and it was one of those things, like, she put a lock on the door, and I was like, well, I can just uh, pull the drawer out above it, grab whatever I want. Like, I was horrible. Yeah, I was so horrible. awesome. I mean, yeah, that is horrible at the same time. That's really goddamn crazy. Or if it was too big, I'd take a screwdriver and go, like, above it and screw it. It was awful. Um, yeah, so it was a strawberry daiquiri, and I remember, I was, like, 12 or 13, and I drove... The golf cart down to the to, to Lake Lanier, and we were lighting things on fire, and like driving back, I was like, we committed so many laws being like 12 years old, and now I'm like 30. I'm like, shit, do I want to have kids because they're gonna light things on fire when they're drunk? Yeah, and drive so a golf cart. I, I worry about, not worry, but like I had the same, th- I similar thought in that like I know how much stupid stuff sorry Rob, that I did as a teenager like fire and vandal words yeah i was like one in a school of like four thousand high school students oh no i went to i went to a small high school but like i'm just like like extrapolating out like how many high school students there are existing at any point in time like how does our nation not okay so whenever i was a freshman my high the graduating class like my senior class Mm -hmm. was 60 people so uh, that explains like anything. Like we used to get drunk on like an island on the lake, and somebody would take their dad's boat and like drive it around, like pick up people to and from. Then they'd get drunk and like wreck the dad's boat, and then we're all stuck on an island in the middle of the lake, like trying to figure out how we're gonna get back. That's that's the kind of like high school I grew up in. Like I grew up in a real small redneck town. My point still stands. I don't know how we still have a country with how many teenagers we have. Oh, and only only knowing not because ah oh, teenagers bad and suck blah blah blah. No, like my no, nephews, my nephews one. are teenagers now, yeah. and I'm like, well, times have just changed. make it out alive. For fuck's sake, just I'm make like, it out alive. I'm like, don't hang out in Hall County. Like, go go away, go away, go do things. Don't hang out in the Mall of Georgia. Don't hang out in a field. Like, go do things. So. Times have changed a lot though, a lot, a lot since we were 12 to 18. Oh, my God. Uh, I can't, we I can't imagine. Those things, my mom would be arrested if, like, if, like, cell phones existed when I was throwing yes. parties when I was between, like, 12 oh and 16. Yes. Like, my mom, like, that poor woman, and she was having panic attacks every single time. See, I was the house. I was the house growing up, like, that the parents, I had the cool parents, the ones who... <laughs> Your friends can come over here, but I'll take their keys. That's my mom, too. But, and my parents let me do whatever I wanted to do, as long as I kept my grades up, and I called by curfew and let them know where I was. I don't even want to talk about my high school years. But, ah. but that's what I'm saying. But, they also... 
may have known what was going on, but they didn't know what was going on. They didn't have videotapes, digital video of it, or things being posted online. Today's, like, I can't imagine. But is that like, a, but is that like a good thing where you know where your child is at all times? No, it's not a good thing at all. Because, like, I know my sister's older than I am, and she has kids that are in high school now. And she knows exactly where they're at, what they're texting, how... Like, I took him to Six Flags, and she and she was like, why are you going 84 on the highway? And I was like, good God, I got your child home safely. Just leave me alone. He's That's fine. Nice. That's and, hilarious. That's awesome. And she's like, don't take him to little five points. And I was like, he's a six-foot-tall, 14-year-old boy. At the time, I was like 110 pounds, five-foot-three-and-a-half woman. I was like, do you, do you know who they're going to want to take not not him. He's a giant. Like, they want me. Like, they're going to want to... What is this? Oh, this is, a, this is so, a game everybody plays. So, before the game, just just to get my last mm, profoundish question, generally not, okay, out of the way, and then we'll play my favorite, not favorite because yeah, I always lose, lose game. constantly. Uh, if you could think of one, what was your most profound drunk thought that you've ever had? Like, this is the most amazing thing. Okay. Can it... Okay. Yeah. Here it goes. You ready? Yes. Because you have anim- Do you have animals? I do. Okay. What language do you think they speak in? Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not prepared for this. Okay. So... Because, obviously, your dog is not American. They're not going to be like, oh, my God, I love my humans so much. Just want to make them happy. Do you think that they speak like, bark, 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 bark? Or, I know, I know it sounds, well, like, my, so silly. My, my pets are German Shepherds. Do you know, like, Sparkensy Dutch? Yes. But, but if they've never heard it, but, like, what do you think that they hear in their minds? Like, what do you think your animals hear? Uh, it's uh, profound. I, I, I'm going to go D&D. And they, they speak common. Nice. So nerdy. But they can't be like, so oh, I'm thirsty. Like, I want water or something. But they're like, I mean, but, I, but they're so happy to see. Like, they I'm, obviously have thoughts. But what do you think is, because you have that little, that little, like, thought in your brain that's like, you know, speaks your mind. What? I'm going to add on that. You cannot make it scream louder. Can I make what scream louder? What are the thought in your head. Oh. The voice in your head. It well, can't. No, you can make it scream, but it's not you, any louder than it normally is speaking. It's my cat. So like, I just like I know when my cats want something. Generally, because like if I, I, I walk I, towards I get something, that. I walk towards a thing. Okay, so, but think of the voice in your head of alone. That, my my fluffy cat is French. He's, he's an asshole. He's an <laughs> asshole. But, but what is going on in your cat's head? Like, what Whatever kind of is, voice is that? It's okay. It's, he, he hates me. He, he only uses me for what he needs. And I'm pretty sure he despises me just because I exist. Okay. Not like, like I want to kill you kind of way, just like... But it doesn't uh, like the thought in your... But like the voice in your head, right. it cannot get any louder than what you're thinking right now. You can imagine it screaming, but it's not. Right. That is my drunk shit. It's, I mean, it's pretty profound. I wasn't ready for that. What language my pet speaks and the volume of the voice in my head. I. What about the volume of the language of your pet? Oh, I hear them constantly. In their head? Yeah. But oh. Like, 
I don't want to know what goes on in their head. My my pets eat their own feces. Um, so. I, have a, I have a three-legged chihuahua and another, like, really fat one that's half blind. Nice. They're great. Manson wow. and Bowser. I used to have I used to have a one-eyed toy chihuahua. Chihuahuas are the best, man. When they love you, oh, my God, they're okay. amazing. I prefer a mix. Like, I do mind the chihuahua mix, but a pure bead chihuahua just... Mine are great. Mine are great. But for real. For Feral. Fur. But, like, what language does your animal speak? Sir, my, my main mix speaks French. But they never heard French, so they don't know it. Yeah, but that's what I imagine. But they know, like, hey, my I, human my expects me to do this. I should go pee there, but they don't understand my human expects. Like, they, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm getting too deep into it. No, no, but I see where you're going with it. I see where he's going with it, and I see where you're going, where you're going with it. That, that, it's too just, deep. It's just, too deep. It has nothing to do with language, though. That's just communication in general. That's the basis of an original communication. If you were to run into somebody who spoke a completely different language than you, you could still communicate with them on the very basic like needs and but what commands. but what does their language sound whatever like? you want to call it because rough bark bark our bark meow meow yeah for, for me i am just chattering my teeth yes me and him just she uses hamster hamster wheel morse code all right what is that in your hand Michelle? so so we have a drinking game that uh i continually lose it's called mix match malort malort if you've never heard of it uh, the basic rundown is it's very popular in chicago it's a swedish style liqueur that is just neutral spirits and wormwood which creates a very bitter very dry very herbal liquor uh it's sold for a dollar a shot most places and that's like if you pay more than that it's kind of expensive it's a joke shop so so this is like russian roulette with malort there are two whiskeys and one malort uh, okay. you always get to choose first tc chooses second i choose third can i and smell I... no you cannot smell oh my god you're mean uh you have the best odds they're generally in your favor um it's okay. okay. Sean loses. I always lose. So you pick what? one of these. One of these is actually a really nice Irish whiskey. Yeah. That's what, can I look? I know you're trying no. to look. No, no, no. <laughs> Just pick one. I'm going the lighter one because I know I'm better with uh, darker or lighter alcohol beverages. For you? All right. And now a toast. Uh... Dude, fucking thanks for showing up for an episode of Waste of Knowledge. I appreciate it. In the mouth, over the gums, like on stomach. Here it comes. I'm sorry. Apologies ahead of time. Did I lose? I'm so sorry. Maybe? It sounds like a pickleback. Oh, yeah. Uh, it does. It's been lingers for a while. Is it bad? No. I mean, I... So I like, lost. You got the Malort? You got the Malort. So, so there is no true losers. Unless, uh, if you drink it like that, did you... That's the Malort. How so. It's fine. As long as it's not tequila, I'm okay. So, I, I enjoy that you're not mad at me right now. First no. Of all. Second of all, her champ. TC's theory for, for people that. So this, uh, like <laughs> one, in 30, one in 30 people supposedly like just love Malort and the, and the taste of it. They enjoy the flavor of it. Here's like back. Um, may I make you a regular cocktail? I am good. Okay. I'm not a huge drinker, so I'm going to no, like. That's fine. I, yeah, I think Malort could be a litmus test for serial killers, so well, it might be. 
<laughs> if you like Malort. I've watched all the Criminal Minds. Yeah, yeah, I've seen every Criminal Minds too, but I'm on. But no, I, I, you know, I feel like every millennial, millennial now is like, oh, what serial killer thing can I watch next? And I'm like, me too. <laughs> like maybe the older millennial, but I'm like, what can I watch? What the the Zinil- Well, I don't think you're a, Z- a Zinil- I just didn't think about Eliza Schlesinger and her. She has a stand-up routine, her yeah. special called Elder Millennial, because she's, I think she's actually 34 or 35. She's yeah. right at the cap. Right there. I'm like, yes. But I like, I didn't hate it. Good. Oh, so, that's crazy. But that's there's... the first time I have not drank it myself. Okay, so I'm the loser. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it makes me nice for but uh, you liked it to some extent. Again, you didn't slap me. It's not It's not. Is it not I don't there? think it's that bad, but... Some people would be like... It tastes like a pickleback. Uh, I mean, I still like taste it, but I'm not a huge drinker, and I feel so bad for Casey, who has to be in the Uber with me for the 30-minute ride home. You feel fine. bad for her? Sorry. Or I feel bad for my, Casey, for my boyfriend whenever I get to my and, car and be like, and I'm going to come to your house now. Goodbye. <laughs> but I feel bad for everybody else that has to be around me. Uh, you're just having a good time. Uh, oh yeah, I have one more question, then we should all take a selfie, because I never take a picture of anyone, and uh, I'm just like lacking on posting on oh social media. Oh my god, I'm the queen of selfies. Let's say this. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> I'm the duchess of selfies. Um, well, let's do this. Your phone uh, or my phone? Uh, let's do both. Both? Both? I'm about to Porque no los dos, right? Why is Shakira with my crazy okay. ass hair? Yes. Same time, put DC in the middle. Oh, God. Did I not reverse it? No. I did. Nope. <laughs> this is why I'm just the Duchess of selfies. What's I don't that? know which one I'm looking at. Why do I look so, so drunk? <laughs> I, I feel like, like it's in the fucking title. <laughs> I'm a dork. <laughs> okay, pretend like, um, pretend like you just saw a duck. Hey, this is Sean from the Wasted Knowledge Podcast. Uh, thank you for listening to our first ever two-part episode. We had a lot of fun recording it, and I hope you enjoyed listening to it. Uh, feel free to always leave us a, a review on Apple Podcasts. Message us on Twitter at WastedKPodcast. Send us an email on WastedKnowledgePodcast at gmail.com. And, of course, our main uh, portal is Wasted-Knowledge.Blueberry.net. If you ever want to be a guest, send us a message to one of those forums and uh, be in the Atlanta area or be traveling when I am. Take care and cheers.